This is There Goes My Money. All right. Welcome, everyone, to another There Goes My Money. Today's recording is 621-2017, show number 22. We're old enough to drink now. And uh, with me today, we have Chris, a.k.a. XV, Don, the headmaster Ferguson, on his birthday. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I totally cleared my calendar so I can be here with y'all. And we also have, I think we also have John DeLuna. Yo, what's up, guys? Awesome. Awesome. He's here. (laughs) Welcome, guys. Either here or Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah, if there's some clicking in the background, that's an arcade stick. Yeah, and if you and if you hear a lot of laughing, it'll be John reviewing an advanced copy of Capcom versus X Men. So it's easy laughing at the animation. I would be laughing at Capcom versus X Men if I got that. I think that's like a Taobao uh, game, right? Am I right, guys? Am I right? I, hey, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff on Taobao. Don, before you poop all over that game, I will make a pinky swear bet with you that somehow Capcom will pull that off. I'm oh, I mean, it's, it's just it's just like Reboot was the head better animation than what I've seen, and that was 20-plus years ago. So this I'm is like just saying... Demos are a bad idea. Yeah. There's a, it's a really bad trend of people saying, here's like 5% of a game. Feel free to judge it right now and uh, you know, never pre-order it or buy it based on 5% of the game with zero context. Well, Whoever if that, we, that was a good idea... Yeah. Is probably unemployed right now. So basically, that was like us getting the first pictures of Masterpiece Ironhide. Yes, the butt tires. Feel free to judge this toy based on his, uh, you know, high tread hiney. So, <laughs> and really bad cigar photography. All right, so let's so diecast. Are there any <laughs> robots <laughs> with, with tires for butts coming out in the near future? There, there is a. There is a figure first on the list that has an awful lot of tires. It's uh, Make Toys Galaxy Meteor. But are they on his have, butt? That doesn't have any tires. It's a jet. Doesn't have any tires? Unless it's, it's jet. Landing. Yeah, it's, isn't that? Oh, oh, this that, is totally not the figure yeah. I thought we were talking about. That's like All not right. part of Starscream, right? Um, yeah, it's a it's a Are Cybertron not a Starscream. Starscream. How how strange is that? Oh right, yep. it's Gal- yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's well. I was talking to Paladin, and he said, "Why does this exist?" And I said, "I don't know, but it looks good." He says, "Yeah, but why does it exist?" That's because somebody question. likes a Cybertron Starscream design and wants a better toy of it. What scale is this? I've heard rumblings that it's like masterpiece tight. Huh. Yeah, uh, it looks kind of nice in in a color and deco type of way, but I I, I, I have I, I have no I have. I I have a couple of I have a couple of those style jets now that I wish I never bought in the first place. So I'm not buying a third party one. It's pretty, but it's has served no purpose to me. I mean, yeah. I've always liked the Cybertron Starscream design. I appreciate the existing official toys um, for their gimmicks, basically. Which I mean, that's the the fundamental thing they were built around. I kind of understand the desire for one that is just, you know, straight up super posable and, you know, really detailed like this. At the same time, though, I'm not going to pay $140 for that. Mm. Yeah, I was surprised because I know Make Toys is supposed to be doing like a, a, a G1 masterpiece style 
Starscream. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Starscream. And, and I was like, this is not the Starscream I thought it was going to be. I'm going to be interested to see when the review samples go out for this and there's some transformation demos to see if they completely missed the point of the design and like overcomplicated the transformation for no good reason. Because this was the original design was never a very complex transformation. The um, the little legend size one that was sold contemporary to the Supreme basically had the same transformation because that's how simple it was. Yeah. Yep. So pretty, though. Yeah. Pretty. Sure. Pretty, but yeah, pretty expensive. Uh, uh. Ah, zing! <laughs> and then I think Got this it. was the one I was talking about with the uh, with yeah. a lot of wheels. This is the Make Toys Thunder Erebus. Erebus, yeah, yeah. Erebus, yeah. Erebus. We'll call him Fred. Let's just call him Fred. Don's friend. Yeah, code name. No, Fred. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Code name Fred. Yeah. And he is a black <laughs> Power Master Prime. Nemesis Fred. We'll call him Nemesis Fred. Uh, uh, I like I like this, and I've already got it on pre-order. But that is somewhat circumspect to how big this is, because if it's like a War in the Pocket, maybe a little bit bigger, bigger like Ultra Magnus, something like that. I'm, that's not really, really the scale that I'm looking for. Well, it's a it's their cross dimension series, so it should be you know comparable to those. Yeah, it's yep. to Striker Noir, Striker Manus, and Megatron. Yeah, uh, I, and it's only ninety nine dollars, and that looks like a lot of toy for a hundred bucks. So, either 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 it's underpriced right now, and they're trying to, and they're trying to count on a lot of repaints for that. Maybe like a fire guts for you, Chris. You know, if, if they do it in a, in a fire guts color, um, they can do it as an Ultra Magnus variant. Maybe change it up a little bit. Um, Heck, they might could even do it as like an X Kaiser if they wanted to do something really obscure with using Brave. But uh, un- until unless I see something as far as transformation or scale or something, I'm going to get this one. I mean, I mean the cab looks legend size. The cab- yeah, I was going to say, look at this picture. It, the complexity, the the parts layout, really looks like uh, like a Cyberverse kind of toy. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think maybe it'll be a little bit bigger than their Striker Noir. Maybe like equivalent to a leader class toy. Yeah, a little bit smaller, maybe a little bit smaller. Yeah. yeah, I was I was thinking the old Mega Class is what I was thinking somewhere around there. A little bit bigger. Oh no, than it's what? probably bigger than that. No, I'm sorry. What did I, what did I say? Mega. Ultra? I mean, I mean Ultra. Sorry, not Mega. Yeah, that that could be about right. I I could see that being the case. And this is ninety nine dollars. So. Which seems to be a really good price uh, for something that looks like you know it could be a, a lot a lot of toy in that. I, I I just I don't need it. They, there's been so many Power Master Primes and even Hasbro and Takara have been doing Power Master Primes. So I'm just Power Master Primed out. And Power Master <laughs> Prime is one of my favorite original toys, but that that's one I've never needed an update of. I don't know why it do- it doesn't really make sense, and I'm perfectly happy with what we've gotten from Hasbro and Takara. The other thing too is I look at this and like the vehicle mode doesn't really look Power Master Prime to me. It looks more like um, the MicroMaster is the truck cabin long trailer um, overload. It looks like overload more. Yeah, like the the robots kind of got the Power Master Prime thing going, but I could see them retooling it a little bit and getting like an Armada reference out of it, just with a solid red uh, 
you know, instead of doing the typical Power Master Optimus thing out of it, do something more like an Armada reference with it. It would fit the vehicle mode a little bit more, or just do the powered convoy colors and actually make it MicroMaster overload. Like, either of those things, I think, would be a little bit more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then, speaking of other toys, which we probably don't need, uh, (laughs) Toy World Dino Combiner, the Metallic set, which is a set of five, and this is one of those uh, combining dinosaur teams. So this now they don't have a picture of the combined form, do they? Yeah, that's yeah, uh, I'm kind of shocked about that. But they show all five robots, and they're four hundred dollars. I don't remember what these went for originally individually, but that's probably a bargain compared to the original prices. Yeah, that's. I think they were about a hundred dollars a piece, if I'm not mistaken. Because a lot yeah, of the so Dinobots, five and it's a hundred dollars off. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have any of these, but the uh, the G Creations was the one that I would have picked up if I if I had the extra money to do so. Uh, but I did. But I, yeah, but I did hear that the the because G Creations was Shuriken, correct? Yes, I heard that. I, I heard that. I heard individually the robots were very good, but. Um, the uh, combined mode was not stable at all. So mm-hmm. I don't know how this is going to be. Yeah, I mean, well, this is a new... This is just a, a repainted version. This Toy World one was already out, so there are probably reviews yeah. out there. If you wanted to check this out before you jumped into the purchase of, you know, all five of these for $400. Yeah. And then next up on the list, we have... uh <laughs> Toy World's TWM07C Space Racer, the clear version. I showed you this a couple months ago. Yeah, and you showed me this a couple months ago, and I said I definitely wouldn't buy it. And I'm How do you still saying I definitely wouldn't buy it. This is a horrible, horrible mold. I, I have to say, you know, because I've, I've, I've watched your review, Diecast, and I've watched another review, and... I don't think the mold's that bad. And I, being in these clear colors, that's kind of my, my kryptonite on these figures. I like the way he looks. He just, he just sort of really just jumps out at you with, you know, with, with, with all that clear plastic. I'm, I'm tempted to get it, but again, depends on what else is coming out at that time. Yeah. And, and for me, I mean, if I'm going to be technical, the clear green is a little bit too dark around his uh chest it and that may just be the photos but it looks a little bit dark i would like that a little bit lighter uh clear green well it looks like it matches the feet though as far as far as the as far yeah but then the arms look a little bit like clearer and lighter than its chest i suspect the problem is just with the density of the parts in those locations uh, less light is able to filter through them, so the color looks darker, even though the plastic in all the locations has the same degree of tint to it. Um, if you look at the the shot that's the vehicle mode um, and the robot mode together, the vehicle looks consistently dark in all the green parts because everything's closed in, so there's not a lot of light filtering from one side to the other. Yeah, that's true. So that's, Plus, I think there's die cast in there, so... Yeah, it's it's more a case of the construction of the toy does not work super well for making those colors 
pop consistently all across than it is a matter of the plastic color itself. My question is, is there a reason for this? Was there ever like a clear cosmos that I'm not, you know, or a translucent cosmos that I'm not aware of? Because I get like Starscream. That's that's the one that kind of started all off. Starscream's ghost, yeah. But that makes sense. Like this. Well, it, it, it could be cosmos doesn't have that many repaints unless you repaint him into, say, Pathfinder, the GoBot from the eHobby set, which was a Cosmos mold and Pathfinder colors from GoBots. So you know, unless they redid that, there's not many uh, there's not many repaints you could do to get more use out of that mold. That's and, a good you point. Know, we have people we have people like Don who just love their clear plastic toys. Yeah, that that's so. that's a really good point, Don. And I'm sorry that you like clear plastic toys. I I like them to a point, but I I, I would I mean, there's, I'd there's, stay away. From there's there's a tipping point with clear plastic toys where if they're above a certain level of complexity, I'm not going to go near that because every moving part made of clear plastic is just a breakage waiting to happen. Yeah, and, something like this, I wouldn't risk it. And speaking of things that don't look complete or you can't understand we have twm06 leia which is toy world's take on rc and in robot mode it doesn't look bad no she it... has swords she has guns she has a bunch of hands so you know you look like you're getting a pretty good decent figure mm-hmm. and then you get to uh, vehicle mode and it all kinds of falls apart it it doesn't it doesn't just fall apart. It literally disintegrates into dust. The vehicle mode looks like crap. It is one of the worst vehicular modes I have seen on a toy since the third party industry became more of a thing. And with this being Toy World, I am shocked that they let this thing get, be released in this visual uh, style. So it let looks... me tell you, about 15 years ago, someone made a custom transforming RC. Now, this was a really big deal at the time because there was uh, no real base mold or anything to draw from. And, um, you know, it used some existing parts, some scratch build. And to make the robot mode work, the vehicle mode had sacrifices, part of which was the robot legs were kind of out and visible. There wasn't a very coherent back end. Uh, but, like, it was this really cool accomplishment because this person just made themselves a transforming RC figure out of nothing, basically. Um, and now here we are 15 years later, and this is a mass-produced product that looks like this one-off custom, and that's really not okay because this is not a one-off custom. No. I can I can clearly see the back end on the vehicle mode, just for the record. I can, I can see a whole lot of back end. That's probably the problem, I think. <laughs> yeah, if they had just taken pictures of it from the front. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, RC's back end is... Very visible in both modes. Yeah. Is there any chance that this picture that's mistransformed at all in that picture? No, because they're seen, missing parts or something. No, we've seen grayscale. No. We've seen grayscale of the same thing uh, some time back. We made fun of it then too, and it looked just the same. So this this does seem to be the finalized be- construction. Because if you look at the back of the robot figure, all the all the vehicle modes she's not using in, in robot mode. Is all uh, is all front vehicle. There's no nothing for the back because there is no back. And I don't understand with these third party companies 
while we're getting these insubstantial, I'm sorry, that's a better word, these substantially less than quality RCs when we haven't gotten a ma- a real good masterpiece RC yet, and everyone just seems to be dropping the ball on doing a proper looking one. It just doesn't ma- Why would you, why would you, if you have the chance to make the definitive edition RC, and you're a company that carries a lot of weight in the third party industry, why would you make this that looks like this? It's unfinished and slapdash. Yeah, I can't understand how anybody would look at this and say, okay, this is a finished product we can sell. Yeah, e- even the front doesn't look good. Like the, the, the center panel looks very poorly done and the wheels stick out way too far and look very unfinished. The whole thing looks unfinished to me. It looks like a rough draft and they were like, yeah, let's just push it out. I mean, this is the first time I think I'll ever say I've ever said on the show. Not only will I not buy it, please don't anyone else buy this figure. Do I mean, not I mean, support this there kind was, um, of. There was Valkyrie, which I think was an Impossible Toys product, and there was also Delicate Warrior, which I think was from iGear. Those were two early third-party RCs. Uh, Valkyrie was a piece of crap by all accounts, but it at least had a complete-looking vehicle mode. Like Years ago, people were getting this right. I don't understand how this, at the Masterpiece scale, when there's more mass and parts and space to work with, I don't understand how this could just come to pass. Yeah, I have the Impossible Toys RC that you're talking about. Well, it's it's the Nightbird version, but it's basically the same thing. Which was a TFCon exclusive, I think. Yeah, and it's... It's horrible, horrible quality. I mean, it's impossible toys at... at but it had know. a complete vehicle mode. But it had a complete vehicle mode. It doesn't <laughs> look bad. And right. And, and I'm thinking the only thing I can think of is that with this being set at $70, that's a lot cheaper than what some contemporary... Like Downbeat was, was 89 in most places. If they thought, hey, most people are keeping this in robot mode anyway on their shelf, if we can leave off this engineering to drop the price, since they're not going to be displaying it in car mode that much anyway, we'll sell more because it'll be in robot mode more often. That's the only... Then why make it a transformer at all? Why just not make it a masterpiece non-transformer? The counterpoint I would throw here is that, okay, if they want to skip some of the engineering because of the concept that, yeah, it's mostly going to be displayed in robot mode, which I don't think is too unreasonable to expect because that's what a lot of Masterpiece shelves are. It's a robot mode display. Okay, so produce a back-end shell for the car that you can clip onto the vehicle mode if you want to transform it. So at least, even though it doesn't transform completely, you have the parts there to not make it look like half an unfinished car. Well, I mean, look at look at what Y Zhang has done. They took the Generations RC, upscaled it, took off a lot of the kibble, the car kibble, made it like you said, made it into a shield, and it looks a lot better as and that's just an upscale retool of the Generations RC, which is not a perfect RC, but even that's a damn sight better than this. This is just Sad. Controversial opinion. Why Zhang is a better third party company than some of the third party companies. 
Yeah, I can't. I, I can't disagree <laughs> with that. I can, yeah. a, 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 after having both the regular evasion mode Optimus upscale and the Nemesis and the Black Nemesis version, I can't disagree with that because Yzhang does some damn good products. Yeah, and after handling those. I handled those upscaled combiner wars uh, molds that you got for Matt uh, earlier this year, and the quality on those was just superb. Yeah, and Yzhang is known for good quality. I don't know if I can call them a third-party company. They're kind of a knockoff company. Yeah, but they're well, I think all third-party companies are knockoff companies. Diecast. Well, yeah, I, I mean, in in the sense that they're taking Hasbro. <laughs> I know. It's, I know it's straight bootlegs. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but but they're doing that. Megatron, which is definitely combined, you know, that that's kind of their own engineering on that Megatron. So they're they're like teetering in between KO and third party, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I've got the YJ Chrome Dome with the cupola and this thing is solid. I mean, it, it, next next time next time I go down and see was Brian, that yes he, model or well, I, I'm sorry. I didn't think I'm that sorry, was YJ. I'm sorry. You're right. This, this I was. I'm sorry. I, I'm a little tired. I got mixed up. Sorry. No, um, no problem. Yeah, yeah. This was this was the yes, but yes model. BB7 Yes model is another company that does really really good work as well. Uh, you know, as I've got all their secret jets versus the car versions, but Toy World that this just that just is. It's disappointing. I mean, on, it's, honestly, it's, I it, it is. I am it is. disappointed to look at this. And see this being sold as a completed product. Yes, I agree. And this uh, is like, this is like a video game being sold, and it's like missing all the like half the content they showed it would have. And you get this a is DS. mighty number no. nine the ERC. <laughs> that's a mighty. very that's a very good decision. Yeah, uh, and I can hear I can hear uh, Brian typing now to make that the episode title for this week. In my head, I don't literally hear him typing that. But to move on to what we got this week, uh, and speaking of Y Zhang, one of the first things I got, it's an upscale of the uh, R.I.D. Grimlock, Grimlock, which is... Is that the one based on the the Fall of Cybertron Grimlock mold, or is that the actual uh, R.I.D. Warrior mold? This is the R.I.D. Warrior mold. So, same steps, everything. Yeah, but it, it's upscaled, so it's a little bit bigger. And of course, they throw, I think, some diecast parts in it or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you know, I wanted a bigger Grimlock. This was my one of my. It was a really nice Grimlock mold. So, and there, but there's a perfectly good TF5 Grimlock came with a straight face. <laughs> and then also for KOs, I got the Deformation, which is this is Kuban Bow, the Stinger. <laughs> So again, okay. knockoff. I think I don't think this is. Maybe it is a little bit bigger than the uh, the regular deluxe class. It but looks I like it looks like it probably is. Yeah, but I don't know that I would call it maybe Voyager. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's upscaled. We got. <laughs> we also got the Combiner Wars uh, Leo Kaiser. Leo Kaiser, yes, pretty, pretty. and then. I feel like there's something I'm forgetting. Uh, also, the sign, which is right up there, the Autobot logo that I put on the wall, and that they actually had like a big paper template, uh, but it was too big, so I just kind of eyeballed it, putting the pieces up there. 
and I, but you had to buy them as a kit. So I also got the Decepticon logo, but it's red. So I'm thinking about <laughs> trying to get, you know, a purple set. So that way I can have a red Autobot logo and a purple Decepticon logo. And God, I feel like there's, uh, okay. I'll th- I may think of it later. So did anyone else get anything? Don? Well, Chris, did you get anything? Oh, I, nothing I want to talk about. Okay. Well, I am going to make a little bit of a presentation, so I'm sorry for being a little bit of a showboat here, but this is something this is something that I'm very happy to get. I'm very proud I got it. Uh, came from the Chosen Prime. Uh, they are already sold out, so I was lucky. I went ahead and placed an order at 3 o'clock in the morning with the day Diecast tweeted this, uh, emailed us and tweeted this out. A um, little backstory. Like I said, I'm going to be a little showboaty here, so I apologize. Uh, we've all seen... Uh, well, picture it, TFCon, uh, Charlotte. Uh, Soros Ryu came out. Uh, we all wanted an unofficial Dino King because Dino King G1 is but ugly expensive. Uh, and we got them, but then we heard about the shells. And the shells were going to be, at the time, about $100 a piece. They were rotocast, uh, and they would be about you know, convention exclusives for the most part. And then they said not long after that, about about six months or so, that they were a lot more expensive to produce and that they were going to do it, but that was going to be it because they said they were going to do the shells. And if you're going to have a Dino King, you got to have the shells. I mean, that's kind of what the whole gist is. So with that in mind, and thank you to Diecast for tweeting this out, I now have, all six Saurus Ryuo Dino King shells. And they came from the Chosen Prime. The complete collection was only $239 versus what would have been $100 a piece at the original uh, original retail. Uh, they're all rotocast. You've got all six. They, they come with gun mounts. The figures can stand on the figure, on the shells. And either wield their guns in their hands or use it as a turret mount. Most of them also will serve as banks. There's coin slots built into the tops. That you can, <laughs> I love that. That awesome. you can also use these as coin slots. And then, of course, just to show off the... Uh, this is the one we saw at uh, TFCon Charlotte. The Brontosaurus. This is the Brontosaurus here. Roughly the size of a small football. <laughs> the top comes off. And then you've got the insides here for the figure. Um, and there's, there's, there's very little articulation. Uh, I had to heat up the neck joint and the uh, tail joint to get it pliable enough to get them in. But you do have some tail rotation and you've got some head rotation for a little, for a little bit of postability. Uh, now, some of them like the T-Rex. It's just the head. There is no other posability at all other than the head and the tail. Um, so, yeah. So I now have uh, uh, all six of the shells. So I have a real a real Dino King. So a real a fake King. Dino King. A real fake Dino King. But compared to what I have in this versus what that Dino King would have cost me at last year's last BotCon from Captured Prey, Sorry, Orson. I wanted it. I wanted to buy it. I just couldn't. But I have a very nice representation for the shelf. So the the legit one was like fourteen hundred dollars. I think you said. Yeah, yeah. And the 
Okay, or, so you've got yeah. like two on you got two forty in the shells now for that, and then you got on the uh, the deal for the first three Rio members. That was about one fifty, mm-hmm. and then the other three members were about forty nine to sixty nine a piece. So I mean, altogether, you're what under six fifty on the whole deal. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted. Um, they did have a special that you could get the the full six figures and the shells for about five twenty, but I'm not sure if that's still available or not. I know there's a waiting list now for these because I figured once these are gone, they're going to be gone. Yep. Yeah, because we're not going to see these things floating around because they've done said the rotocasting costs a lot more than they were planning. Mm-hmm. And and these and I'm I'm afraid I, I hate to see what they lost on these shelves selling a set to Chosen Prime that Chosen Prime could sell a set for two forty. But I love them. I got them when I have time. I want to disassemble Ryu and put them in the shelves and everything. But I got them and I'm happy. That That's was awesome. your um, and that was your birthday present to yourself, basically. That was that was and then with a little bit of Dynamics thrown in just just for uh, fun, <laughs> I sold my. Uh, Four Dino Charge Megazords, uh, uh, the 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 two pack with uh, uh, the Megazord and the pet and the Terrazord, uh, the Plesiozord and the uh, uh, Titanium Charge Megazord, and after that, I've got about twenty five dollars per shell left in them. Nice. So yeah. yeah, so yeah. I think personally, like seeing one at the show, like we did. I don't know if I appreciated it as much as now seeing all six of them together. That is that really looks impressive on yeah. camera. If you're if you're listening to the audio version of this, that is a really really impressive set. And, and think how much cooler that's going to look too when he actually gets the individual robots and mounts them onto the shelves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is when the show's over, if my phone has enough charge, is I'm gonna put a picture on Twitter. So if you want to follow me at HMRC, the number four EVR on Twitter, I'll just post one or two pictures of what they look like, just so you can get an idea of the group shot versus what's behind me. But uh, if if you're if you have this source Ryuo, and if you do want the shells, keep checking back, and I hope everyone who wants them can get a set. So again, thank you to Diecast for tweeting that out at, at three o'clock in the morning and making me go to the computer and ordering it. So thanks. And did anyone else get anything? John? No, sorry. Nothing. But uh, awesome work, Don. I'm very proud of you. Thank yeah, you. nothing could top Don's achievement this week anyway. Chris, did you get anything? Nah. Okay, so I did remember the one thing that I was forgetting, and it's... Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Repugnus. <laughs> with, with a yellow painted face. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. It's not... Mine isn't that bad... Uh, from what I can see, but it's still bad because it's repugnant and it's yellow paint over bright red plastic. Yeah, but it's still it's not that great. Yeah. I, I hope his yeah. face is all right. Yeah. I have to say, this. <laughs> who's that Titan Master? It's repugnant. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah, you know, I got a repugnant with uh, the multitude of shufflers a couple weeks ago, and I still have not given it a second look or opened it yet. That's just how much I care. And, and what's and what's the strange is in Japan they're splitting up that repugnus the shells going one place and the Titan Masters going to another so it's like that 
Okay, dude. Gotta sell broadside somehow. I think I would have picked something better than rep- part of repugnance to help sell the thing. Well, that's what they had left. That's what they had left. Put a shut up from now on. Everybody in Japan, if you're listening to the podcast, put a shuffler with everything. Just put a shuffler with everything, and it'll all sell. Especially because I call Mammoth. And that's where our money went this week. We'll see you next time on There Goes My Money. Take care, everybody. This has been There Goes My Money. 